welcome back to this week's episode of Apples and Oranges. I'm pretty sure I just used all the enthusiasm that I have left in that bo- in my body for that introductory. Hello, everybody. We're just going to let the exerciser carry it because I'm still trying not to die. Uh, <laughs> this week's episode, another continuation of the topics that we've been so excitedly and avidly speaking about for the next or for the last like four Four or five episodes. Four or five episodes. Yeah, it's been a, but Halloween is a big month for us. So we have tons of episodes to, uh, tons of stuff to discuss. Agreed. So we kind of touched base on this, this, uh, this topic in uh, this or that question last week. And it's one when Apple and I sat down and did an outline of everything that we wanted to do. We pretty much have everything figured out between now and Thanksgiving. Um, Not that we're going to prepare anymore because we didn't have an outline for this conversation. We're just winging it, but you guys enjoy that anyway. Hey, but that's what we do best. So (laughs) go figure. You guys, you guys listen to us rant for an hour voluntarily and we literally put no preparation into it. And we appreciate every single one of our loyal (laughs) listeners, all 20 of you. Yes. Um, But we're, we're going to, we're going to talk about the most, the, I, I would almost threaten to say the the biggest money consuming aspect of Halloween. I think it's probably bigger than candy and that's going to be costumes. Well, I mean, I think we touched base on it a little bit last week where like when you're a little kid and even as an adult, this is one of the most important decisions of your year. What are you going to be for Halloween? Because you don't want to be the person who... Um, is the one with the crappy costume. You want to be the person with the best costume, the costume that people are going to remember. I can, I can distinctly remember, you know, as I grew up some costumes where I was just like, holy cow. And even now, like I remember the first time I saw a giant T-Rex inflatable person and now people wearing like to weddings as jokes. But like, I remember when that was a big deal. So Um, it is, it is the one night a year where your fantasies can come true in a sense, because you get to dress up as anything but what you are. Yeah. And, and it's actually, completely acceptable. I have a quote about that. So, um, in the movie Mean Girls, Caddy narrates, she says, in a girl world, Halloween is the one night a year a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. Doesn't mean we're not going to judge. And that's where (laughs) (laughs) that's an area of contention. I believe is uh, the distinct divide between, you know, when I was growing up and I feel like realistically when, when any generation was going up, except for like the perhaps last 10 years, quote unquote sexy Halloween costumes they weren't a thing you did not dress up to be a slut now I will say you there was a lot of like gender bending um in an acceptable format I can distinctly remember like one year for Halloween as a joke my older brother had a very distinct look he had multicolored hair he wore jinko jeans and band t-shirts and he was that goth kid one year for Halloween I dressed as him, my father dressed as him, my mother dressed as him, and my little brother dressed as him. So there was some gender bending there, but it wasn't in a sexual sense. We weren't glorifying the male body by dressing as my 18-year-old gothic brother. Um, 
it's definitely changed. I'd say maybe in the last 10 years. What do you think? Is it, is it more than I that? Think, I think, yeah. I mean, back in the day, I mean, yeah, there was always people who like pushed the limit. Uh, but that was like the whole point of Halloween. You want to be somebody who you're normally not. You want to be, because you're, you're somebody Monday through Friday. Most people are somebody Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week. Whether it's, you know, an eight to five job, a swing shift or a night shift, you fulfill a certain role. 40 hours a week to get a paycheck. Most people. And so for one night a year, you can be somebody who you are not. And I think that's what the, what is the appeal of it? Definitely. Um, And I think nowadays the people are always looking to push the envelope. Even now. I mean, you think that, you know, Madonna did it back in the eighties, but no, people are still trying to push the envelope to this day. And I think that's why, the sexy costumes are the one that sell plus not to mention sex sells and no matter which way you look at it no matter what holiday or non-holiday or whatever sex sells i just rolled my eyes a little bit unfortunately like i hate i think my my um viewpoint changed a lot once um i came into baby cat's life because i was that kid going to halloween parties that kid i was that early to mid 20 something year old going to Halloween parties and appreciating the sexy costume. But as I'm raising a young woman who is coming into adulthood, I see how difficult even in children's costumes it is to not sexualize something like the power Rangers. Oh yeah. Like I think nowadays it's getting like harder and harder to find the costumes that aren't sexualized. Because that's, again, that's what sells. We're very lucky that she, um, throughout history, has chosen costumes that are kind of conservative in their covering. Like last year, she was a, wanted to be a werewolf. She ended up being a Power Ranger, but she wanted to be like the werewolf in the, the cut-up jeans and plaid t-shirt. And this year, she wants to be Luna Lovegood, I think. So she's going to wear a robe. Like, the the pressure of not sexualizing our child is definitely not present, but we definitely do see it. And I'm going to get off my, my high horse about that because like you said, sex sells and voices can only carry so far against capitalism. (laughs) I think that also as a parent, you are the one who is spending the money to dress your child. So as a parent, in my opinion, yeah, you might piss your children off, especially I think more your teenage children more than your younger children. Um, you might piss them off because you don't, didn't buy the costume they want. But at the end of the day, it's your money that you're spending and it's your children's, you know, well, mental well-being um, and that is that you're protecting. Yeah. And their development, uh, yeah. which kind of segues away, segues away. That's a word. Segways into one of the like two statistics that I have. And I can't even remember the exact number that I told you before we started recording. But it, it, on average, the average American spends like $30 and you said eight $31.06 is what you said. Okay. $31.06 on a costume a year. So I think that's pretty legit simply because like if you go to Target or if you go to, well, the spirit store tends to be more than Target or Walmart, but those costumes run anywhere from like 25 to $35, depending upon how 
much in depth how they are. little yeah how yeah how in depth they are and then not to mention like if let, let's just take being a vampire for instance so if you're a vampire you still have to buy the teeth you still have to buy the makeup you know not every costume comes with all the extras so then you're spending the extras and then you're also spending money on the the, the candy buckets because let's be honest nobody knows where they are from from the year before you probably we still will. have the same ones we have the same one that we've I, I, I say the same ones we have one that she was like five but also we had a random one appear out of nowhere a couple of years ago and that's what she's been using the last couple of years so thank you to whoever donated that candy bucket to us i'm pretty sure you probably trick-or-treated with us at one point and we just don't remember who you are well so my oldest son when he was younger he had one and it was a uh it was a bone and in the palm of the bone was the bag that held down that, that mm-hmm. hang down and- oh, yeah, yeah. I think I got it at like Walmart one year. You know what I mean? And he used that forever because it was cool. It was different. Uh, my youngest, he couldn't keep track of a Halloween bucket if his life depended on it. So, yeah. So then you're buying the Halloween bucket on top of that. So, yeah, I firmly believe that $31.06 is extremely easy to hit. Even with, even if you're buying things here and there to make a costume. You're still spending that. Like if you do a, a homemade costume versus a store-bought costume, sometimes your cost can be even more than what you're buying in the store. I was going to say, I think it's almost a conservative because I'm pretty sure that quote was from 2015 or whatnot, that statistic. And we all know that prices have, have gone up a bit. But I almost think with the popularity of stores like Spirit and these like these pop-up Halloween stores that sell these items that are they're better quality – so they're more expensive. You you see you tend to see um, greater greater expenses. I know that just the I'm pretty sure the Power Ranger costume we bought last year, which wasn't a cheap one, it wasn't a horrible one, and it came with a mask. I'm pretty sure that one was like forty five dollars. Yeah. Granted, it was it was from the Spirit Store because we do tend to get her costume from there versus Walmart or Target. But oh no, it may have been Target. But it's so easy. And if you have multiple children, I, I mean, you're pretty much, you, your kids should be scarecrows or hobos every year for the rest of your life, unless you want to take out a small loan in order to dress them up for Halloween. Yeah, well, and I'm glad you brought that up because not, not every family has a single child like your family. And like, because my oldest is so much older than my youngest, my youngest swears he's, a, he's an only child. So we only have to do one. For people like who have four or five, six children, that gets expensive super quick unless you're doing the hand-me-down costume version. Um, and then also not to mention if the parents dress up too, then that adds to it. I mean, Halloween can become a very expensive holiday if you don't watch it. Very true. Very true. And I will say that um, the wife and I, we don't always dress up. Um we have done little things here here or there. I think she's worn like cat ears every year. And I don't remember what I what I wore, if anything, last year. I typically have some sort of funny woody t-shirt, which I do have one from my cousin this year that if we didn't have a costume planned, I'd totally be wearing. Um, shout out to Cousin Brian. I don't know if he even listens to this, but that shirt's legit. Um But it is like as a and and these people that post these pictures of like like in the entire family dressed up. First of all, you had the money to hire a photographer. <laughs> like, what socioeconomic status are you in, and where can I get a bite of that bread? Because damn, 
excuse my language. And I will say some people like, because Halloween is a coming. So, you know, it's, it'll be here before we know it. Um, they're already planning next year's Halloween costume. Whereas I am planning this year's Halloween. You know what I mean? Like some people are on top of it and they're like, they'll be, they will be at target the day after two days after to get the leftover costumes for 25, 75% off and bam, they're ready. See, my luck, I'd go to Target, buy the costume that's 75% off, and then next year I'd be like, I don't want to be that. Too bad for sad. I paid $1.25. Right, you're going to wear it. And you're going to like it, darn it. Um, I think we, and it's, a, it's the same reason why we buy so many of our decorations from like the Dollar Tree. Every year we say we need to get a Tupperware container and organize everything. It ends up in like one spot in the closet or thrown out. It's just, it's not. Um, it's very wasteful of us, but I can't even tell you where Baby Cat's Power Ranger costume is. No. So, I am that person who, like, I do have buckets. I do have t- uh, Rubbermaids in my garage. And I have red ones, red and green ones for Christmas. And I have gray and purple ones for um, Halloween. And so, in there are costumes. Now, mind you, when we moved, I got rid of a bunch of stuff. But I had seven years, if not more, of costumes in these rubber maids and our Halloween decorations and all that. I, I, I am that person that does it only because I need – we moved so often that I needed to know where things were. Yeah. And plus, I had an attic in my old house. And so my husband would have to put stuff up the attic and then take stuff down for me to decorate. So I wanted to make things as easily recognizable <laughs> as I possibly could. So that he wouldn't be screaming, I don't see it. It's either gray or purple or green and red. I'm pretty sure last year he still screamed he didn't see it. Probably. But, um, <laughs> but that's, the whole, remember that. that's the whole point. Like, I am that person that does that. Um, and also, I think because I have huge inflatables and I want to make sure that, you know, they don't get ruined throughout, you know, the year. So I put them in the in the Rubbermaids. Yeah. I mean, we have inflatables for Christmas, but we have not... Um, there's not a whole lot going on in our neighborhood, unfortunately. So we, we just haven't dedicated the, the money, I think, for, for the Halloween decorations. And we really only do it because um, the kid loves it. So um, moving back to, hol- to costumes, though, um, I will say, and I talk, I talk, I, you know, really quickly talked on it um i think that people who do make their halloween costumes though i mean like my hat goes off to you because i only did it for a few years and i know people who like they do it every single year and it's like wow good for you because i i don't i can't do that anymore i think it also it's a generational thing if you think about it like um growing up like your generation my generation it was much more common for a stay-at-home mother to even know how to sew. I think that's why it happened much more for the kids of that generation. Speaking of adults who, who like, go to Halloween parties and do these competitive competitions for their costumes, I know many more adults now who will create from scratch their own costume for a Halloween party um, versus buy one. I have a friend every year that she is in some sort of she does a party up in North Carolina or Virginia where she's at and it's a big deal for her every year to to creatively think of something new 
um, to be for Halloween. Yeah, and they'll they'll make it themselves. Like, wow. I got time for that. I I don't either. But I I used to, like, when my kids were younger, the first day of school, I well, not the first day of school, like the first week of school, I would go to, you know, the the craft store, and I would look at their patterns, and I would kind of know what they wanted to be and kind of see what the patterns were, and I would make the costume. I would start in August for Halloween. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, But, I mean... I, I was home back then, so I had the time now. I mean, I'm currently trying to make a quilt, and I've been trying to make a quilt for the past three months, so go figure. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I my hat goes off to those people who actually do, because way to go. Y'all are an inspiration. Um, yeah, you the really wife, are. The wife has made one costume for Baby Cat, and it was a tutu so she could be Batgirl. Hey, and tutus it was are really cute. easy to make. Yeah, yeah. I was impressed. I was. Um, I, I've made them before for running costumes. And yeah, they're really easy to make. I'm all about those. Mm-hmm. Can't see any of the boys wearing them, unfortunately. So maybe that's why you didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, no, my boys would have been negative. Negative. But um, we did. We, I did find, because, you know, I love lists. So um, <laughs> I did find a few lists of costumes. So we talked about um, the sexy costumes we think are being over sexualized at a young age and so I found 25 costumes for people to wear who they want to um, they are modest but they are still sexy Halloween costumes so are you ready I, I am did you find these lists on Pinterest by chance no no I oh. find them on uh, whatchamacallit on Google Ooh. your, your BFF <laughs> Google your other BFF, I like type in these things and I and they give me these lists. I'm like, who? Okay, so number one, they said was Wonder Woman. Totally. Because you can wear a skirt. Like, you don't have to have like that little like bustier top she's got going on. You can wear a skirt. Leotard thing, yeah. Yeah. So the next was Alice in Wonderland. I don't know that I can make that creepy woman sexy. But that's just my personal opinion. I think that, yeah, the blue, the blue dress and whatever, um, I can see how that would be attractive. But that entire movie and play and book concept freaked me out. So she's not sexy, personally. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, I think if you, yeah, I don't, I mean, Alice in Wonderland's, a, I mean, I like the concept of the, that, and I've read the book, um, or the short story. I just, I don't foresee that as a sexy costume but hey whatever um bb8 like like you could make yeah because you can make the skirt you know like not like a short short skirt but you can make the skirt and you can wear like a tank with it i mean i have a running costume that's bb8 and it's super cute i forgot about that i can see that okay uh next they have uh ray from star wars um yeah, I can totally see that. Uh, even though it's it's super simple anyways. It's like a schmock that's got a belt. Yeah. I mean, you don't have, I mean, it's, if you, you can sexy that up or non-sexy that up all you want. Depending on your um, age. Yeah. they And then they put over here the Disney princesses. Yeah. So you ahead. can make those as sexy as you want or as non-sexy as you want. The town I live in every year does a Disney princess or Disney character themed like pub crawl. So you can why, only why imagine. Why did I never go to that? I don't. I just found out about it like last year. 
Um, but you can you can imagine how those costumes get like slutified quick. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so you can make those again as sexy or as non sexy as you want. Uh, Captain America. You can make that as sexy or as non sexy okay. as you want, all you want. I'll give that one. Continue. Well, remember when I did the race in Disneyland? I did yeah. Captain America, and the dress that I wore was actually a kid's costume. I didn't realize it was a kid's one. What? It was a kid's costume. Yeah. Skinny ass. Anyways. That was a long time ago. Anyways, okay. Corella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Support this. Just black dress, and then you put a, a jacket on top. You can make that black dress as sexy as you want or as non sexy as you want. I so I can honestly picturing like stuffed Dalmatians as the clothing. Okay, there's also that. <laughs> I kind of like this list. Okay. Uh, Catwoman. Okay, that's given. That's a given. Um, Waldo from Where's Waldo? I have seen like female versions of Waldo and I can see how either way like that can be super conservative or like Well, the 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 photo I'm looking at, the girl has red and white striped leggings and a blue skirt and red and white striped long sleeve shirt. Oh, okay. And the skirt goes to like mid thigh, so it's not a long skirt and it's still a cute costume. Fair. Um, you can make yourself a cupcake. So you wear like a whatever color skirt you want and then you get a white shirt and you make like sprinkles on the white shirt. Yeah, see, what I may be able to do for, for Halloween versus a cupcake would be a muffin top. <laughs> um, next would be a gypsy. Very, I can, like, picturing, like, Cher or, like, Stevie Nicks version. Yeah, totally. Or, like, um, the chick from Hunchback of Notre Dame from Disney. I you were going to say that. I knew you were going to, like... <laughs> Let me talk about like 70s and 80s rock icon and you're going to be like Esmeralda. <laughs> Isn't that right? I mean, yeah, that's her name, Esmeralda. But I mean, you, again, you can make that as sexy or as non-sexy as you want. And that's still a good costume. Very true. Okay. Uh, any of the pink ladies from Greece? Yep. Which I have a coworker on my team that I'm pretty sure is, who is the, the badass pink lady? Rizzo, not Rizzo. Rizzo. Um, Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's Rizzo like 40 years later. (laughs) Everything about her just reminds me of like how much of a badass Rizzo would have grown up to be. Um, Speaking of things, are you, does your work do Halloween dress up? We do not. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm not sure. Last year I was still in training. I wasn't on the floor yet, so we didn't get to participate in anything. Um, They haven't said anything. So this year we were at lunch the other day and my boss or somebody asked my boss if we were going to dress up for Halloween. He goes, if you guys want to, we can. So we're totally dressing up for Halloween. You dress up Um, every day of October, though, is something for Halloween. I do. I do. I wore a a costume today with it was I mean, a a scarf today in my hair and it was orange and it had haunted houses on it. But um, yeah, I'm going to dress up as Minnie Mouse with Minnie Mouse ears for Halloween. Cute. Yeah. Um, Okay. so anyways, uh, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Okay, Judy Garland was beautiful, so I can see that. Uh, next, Minnie Mouse. Bam. You can make that as sexy or as non-sexy as you want. Mouse. Uh, the Joker. 
never thought about that. Yeah, I think everybody it's it's outdone with everybody is Harley Quinn. So yeah, but Harley Quinn is a very sexualized character. Yes. And notice she's not on this list. But um, the Joker, however, is a pantsuit. You have you seen some women in some pantsuits? Like I have a soft spot in my attractiveness to women. I'm not even going to say what I originally wanted to say. For for a woman in a well-fitted pantsuit. Well, so this picture I'm looking in, she they have two photos. One where the girl is wearing a purple pantsuit with a purple jacket and an orange vest. Very nicely done. Yep. And then the girl next to her is wearing a purple skirt, which uh, a pencil-length knee-high skirt with a purple jacket and an orange vest. Again, very nicely done. I feel like that's like a gender bending concept of it. And I kind of like the idea of it. I do too. I like it a lot. Um, a pirate. Of you course. You can be as sexy or as non-sexy as a pirate as you want to be. You're either going to be like the woman that the pirates were, were like aiming for or the beer wench where she's missing teeth, has several moles and is caring. Yeah, but you want to what? You walk around with the beer like that at a party, you're going to be the hit of the freaking party. Are you ready for a random Halloween fact? It's kind of perfect timing for it. Okay, yes. Halloween is the third most popular party in the United States after the Super Bowl and uh, New Year's. What? Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say St. Patrick's Day. Nope. Halloween is more popular than St. Patrick's Day for parties. I believe it. Again, because you can dress up and be whoever you want one night a year. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so somebody else put Doctor Who. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know who Doctor Who is, um, you should just backtrack to the 60s of British television. Um, I can see that. because, and, and honestly, we have our first female doctor right now, which yeah. is a huge deal. But I think what makes the doctor at all like potentially sexy is the wisdom and the um the the style of clothing so it's not one of those like physically sexually appealing it's a it's a a well-tailored suit and again there's nothing wrong with the well-tailored suit nope not at all next um and this one i'm surprised wasn't i'm kind of not surprised it wasn't categorized with the Disney princesses but Ariel and I think it's because this one um, like this the um, the picture I'm looking at is it's a, again a pencil cut skirt it goes all the way actually below the knee and then she has a white t-shirt with the like clamshells there so again it could be because I mean you can have some pretty sexy mer- uh, mermaids or you can have something like that I was going to say, I don't know if that should be Ariel so much as just a mermaid in general, because Ariel is so is so iconically Disney princess. True. So it could be a mermaid in general. And hey, there's nothing wrong with being a mermaid. A sexy mermaid or sexy mermaid. mermaid. Okay. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Seen it. Done it. No, I haven't actually. But yes, I can see both both sides okay. of that story. Uh, Pikachu. Homo say what? Yeah, so Pikachu from Pokemon. You can be, you know, as this, the one I'm looking at, she's wearing like a really, really short skirt that's yellow and a yellow top. 
and with the Pikachu, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, beanie on her head. Or you can wear a long skirt with the yellow top and a Pikachu beanie on your head. I'm sorry, that costume you're describing is not Pikachu. <laughs> it says Pikachu from Pokemon. Okay. okay. <laughs> Um, and then, um, anybody from Harry Potter? Yes. Yes. And that is the end of the list. Pikachu, my ass. That's, <laughs> like, popular girl at a fan con. Okay. So then I found a list of five costumes for, um, conservative ladies. And they are. Exit out of there. I was going to say, drum roll, please. Um, Daisy from The Great Gatsby. Oh, beautiful. Yes, I completely agree with that. Love flappers. Um, Beetlejuice. And I think it's because, again, it's a suit. Also, it's not sexual in the sense that he's dead. <laughs> there you go. Um, the White Swan. Like from the movie? From the movie. Again, psychotic movie, so if anybody's ever seen it. But still, it's very tastefully done. Tastefully done. Um, And, of course, Daenerys Targaryen. (laughs) I mean, when she wears that blue dress, I mean, it's a very, it's a, it's a, there's nothing wrong with that blue dress. And she has a cape. She's a superhero. And then this other, um, this girl who I don't even know who it is, Cara Del Delavingi D E L E V I N G N E. I have no idea. I have no idea who that is. Did but you know who this is? <laughs> um, it's just that they said it's like a, your teenager who wears just a skirt, a shirt, and a beanie. Grab a beanie. It says grab a beanie, jeans, and a snarky slogan tee, and you are this person. That sounds like me in high school. <laughs> but those are, those are some great costumes for somebody who wants to be, um, who wants to dress conservatively and still um, have a closet. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to be a flapper? There was nothing wrong with those dresses. Funny story about first grade, story about first grade Orange and how she was in a play and went up and told her teacher that she had dancing experience. Orange has no dance experience. At all. <laughs> she can drop it like it's hot and you, you're going to have to crane her out. First grade Orange went up to her teacher and said, I know how to dance. And first grade Orange's mother had to make her a flapper costume. There's a video somewhere of me dressed up as a flapper. Oh my god. I totally need to see this video. <laughs> I have to see if I can find it. It's a VHS so when you go home for Thanksgiving and it's a VHS and you watch it, I need you to record it from your phone to your from your TV and send it to me because that's going to make my day. That, actually, that's going to make my Thanksgiving. I'll have to see if my uh, if my mother can find the the VHS. It's been it's been several years since I've seen it, but I know it's in existence somewhere. <laughs> so fi- my final list of the night is twenty seven Halloween costumes for women that are way better than the sexy firefighter. Yes. Are you ready for these? Yeah. Okay. Yes. A slice of cake. Bitch, because I am good to eat. <laughs> uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez from TLC. Who was sexy in her own way, but also a complete badass. Yep. Okay. Burn that bitch's house down. Anyways, right. continue. Um, 
cotton candy. Again, I dissolve in your mouth. Like, am I supposed to be making these sexual? Because I feel like that's what this list is. Exactly. No, these are these are costumes that you can dress up as um, and not necessarily be sexual. But people are going to, again, they can take, you can get anything, get something sexual out of almost anything these so days. I'm just here for the 12-year-old commentary. Got it. Okay. Uh, next, they say you can dress as Beyonce. I didn't realize that she was somebody you want to be for Halloween, but hey, whatever. How would you not? <laughs> I um, want to be I Beyonce in real life. Hello. <laughs> I want Beyonce's bank account in real life, okay? Queen B, hello. Continue. Um, Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, I've had several friends go as Eleven for Stranger Things. Love it. So this one, I think this is a cool one. It's, you can go as a chill pill. So you get a pink skirt. A white shirt, and you get letters that say "chill" down the middle. Cool, chill pill. I, that's a really good idea if you think about it. Um, you dress up as the Walk of Shame. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a pajamas or whatever you want to wear, and then you wear a sign around your your head, your on your neck that says "Walk of Shame." That's a yeah. good one. I can't imagine people would be wearing pajamas. You're going to have like makeup smeared halfway across your face and yeah, like, button down shirt or like some sort of like sweater thrown over your shoulder carrying your heels. Like, that, is a, that is a classic costume. I'm going to have to remember that. Uh, next, a Slurpee. All right, Circle K and 7-Eleven. I got you. <laughs> um, Wednesday Adams. Um... The Life was Wednesday Adams for one Halloween several years ago. Well, remember Halloween a couple years ago, I was a Starbucks cup. I do remember that. I do. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the same idea as the Slurpee. Um, yes. the, the baseball players from A League of Their Own. <gasps> it's one of my favorite movies. There's no crying in baseball. Um, again, ice cream. You could go as ice cream. It's kind of the same concept as the cupcake ice cream. As a cupcake yeah, any food cream. item. Uh, Mary Poppins. That's not a bad costume. Oh, spoonful of sugar. Uh, Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Badass. Uh, Damien from Mean Girls. I don't remember which one Damien is. Sorry. I don't either. And the, the picture's not loading. This one, holy guacamole. So it's a girl who is wearing a green shirt with a halo and then she cut out what looks like guacamole, like the pits, and she like put them all over the shirt. Holy guacamole! Perfect. I was, I thought you were going to be describing a costume, so you were like, "Holy guacamole!" in excitement, not realizing that was the actual costume you were describing. Okay. Uh, next, serial killer. It is a shirt with the with the what you call the little cereal boxes, and a fork through them. Yep. Oh, that's cute. Yep. I've seen it, like, dressed up as a box of cereal with a knife before. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, Facebook trolls. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So they're literally <laughs> troll hair with a white shirt that says Facebook and little signs that they're carrying that says, I'm a Facebook troll. That's hilarious. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Joy from Inside Out. That's the girl with uh, the blue hair. Yeah, I did remember that one. Uh, the claw machine. So you go dress as that machine. Yeah, that's a lot of work. And people do this. They do do this. See, again, that's what we're talking about. Like some people go through a lot of work to be these costumes. Uh, next, Mrs. Doubtfire. 
Hello! Love Robin Williams. Um, a cactus. So this girl has just like a long green dress and she put some kind of thing on there to make it look like the cacti. Okay. I see it. And um, that's, all, that's what I got. Love it. So those are not some bad costumes. No. No. And a lot of those, I guess, in theory, you could make sexy if you wanted to, but you don't have to. Couple of uh, a couple of stolen ideas to add to that list um, from a friend of mine. She has gone as an outhouse before. Ah, there you go. And a one night stand, like a nightstand, a single nightstand. That's hilarious. Ah. <laughs> I remember my parents went to one one year, and um, that my mom said the best costume she saw was this couple had like clay pots like you know those little like ceramic pots you buy at walmart for like a dollar 99 they were wearing them on their heads and they were potheads <laughs> the the wife and i this year are just going as creepy dolls because or like broken ceramic dolls because we own we're just gonna wear you know like i'll wear s- slacks and a button down and a vest and and she'll wear one of her black collared frilly dresses and we're just going to do our makeup like we're broken dolls because of that and also toy story 4 when we saw the um i the don't know broken if- dolls yes like and how creepy they looked we they all know really what, creepy like my new job has made me look dead inside so i feel like i can do that stare pretty well <laughs> um and you wonder what we did not even bring up uh it's people who who dress up their animals because I am that person who goes and buys the costumes. We have a couple of costumes for um, I, I feel like I can say their pets names, whatever, but Maggie goes as Mickey Mouse every year. Um, I talked about how earlier how Princess is a princess every single year. Every what? single year she's a princess. Makes sense. We've got Buddy. He's a referee or a referee. Aww. Sammy has a superhero t-shirt he wears. It's Thor. That's about all we can maintain. But we do take uh, Maggie trick-or-treating with us every year. So none of mine go trick-or-treating because they, they just they can't handle it. But Princess will be a princess all day long, and she will s- sulk in the corner when she wears her big frilly dresses because she doesn't like them, but I don't care. And uh, Wolverine is a Boy Scout every year. He has a little shirt that ha- is a Boy Scout uniform. So he's the same thing every year. And Aurora doesn't – she hates clothing, so I'm not even going to begin to dress her as something. But, yeah. No, but um, – PetSmart, I mean, you can walk in there and they have a whole section of Halloween costumes for your pets. That's where we got Maggie's uh, Mickey Mouse costume for. And it is just a little too big for her. Um, but she's so cute. She won't wear the head because the head has the actual ears. It's just too hot in the in the area. Yeah. It's never gotten really chilly enough or on Halloween to justify like making our poor dog melt. But that and like Target does have their own little section as well as... Um, Walmart now does a couple of just varieties of Halloween costumes for your pets. I think it's becoming popular, more popular as the days go on. Well, and what was popular in my old subdivision was that um, there were several people who not only gave out candy, but they gave out dog treats as well. Oh. And oh. so you, so when you took your dog trick-or-treating, your dog also got a dog treat too. And what, well, mind you, I never did that. I don't know why I didn't. But anyways, that's freaking genius. 
Maggie May loves when we go trick or treating because we go in one neighborhood, which I think I talked about last episode. And it's a super popular neighborhood and she is really well received. Everybody wants to give her love. She just wants to soak in the love. And um, it's, I think it's one of her most favorite times of year. But I will tell you that she is half asleep by the time we make it home. Oh, I'm sure. Or out. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. We took Princess uh, trick-or-treating one year. I think it was the first year we had her. And it was just too much stimulation. She was everywhere and, and everywhere and anywhere. And then these people had a huge dog. And I remember this very, very well, who got out and, like, came to eat Princess. And she, like, Princess, like, literally jumped in my arm. She was like, oh, my God. Never again. Haven't taken her since. She'd get her, just like, um... Uh, what is it? A, a wagon and just drag her with you. Yeah, it's too much stimulation for her. And the other two are like, uh, whatever. My mom is doing something else again. But anyways, <laughs> that's all we have on costumes. We know that this episode isn't as long as some of our other episodes, but we truly do appreciate everybody who listens to us. Yes, uh, and this and that questions we're super excited about because yes. I looked them up on Pinterest 20 minutes before we recorded. So our first this or that question is, would you rather have candy corn as teeth or wrapped or forever wrapped as a mummy? So here's my thing. Like candy corn as teeth, you're not going to really be able to eat anything. Also, I hate the taste of candy corn. So wrap me up as a mummy. Okay. So here's my thing. Are my teeth going to disintegrate over time because candy corn eventually disintegrates? Or is it like your actual teeth where they regenerate? Yeah. I would I'll give the benefit of the doubt so you have free arm movement as the as the mummy but your teeth don't disintegrate if they're made of candy corn okay I want to be a mummy okay thank you okay (laughs) next walk through cobwebs or drink a witch's brew I will drink a witch's brew any day of the flipping week you've got like the toenails of your ex-husband's brother-in-law in in witch's brew but you won't walk walk through some cobwebs no no Whatever, I'm walking through some cobwebs. I am scared to death of spiders mm. and cobwebs. No. Like, you know how sometimes, well, no, but when you're running in the mornings, because spiders, you know, do their thing at night. Shut up. You know how sometimes, <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I'm not A, running, B, getting up in the morning and doing it, and C, walking through cobwebs. I do it at dusk like the normal people do. Continue. <laughs> okay, so in the morning, because spiders, sometimes do their thing at night you're running and you're like going and then you like don't realize that you run through a, a spider's web because you know they're very lumen illumin are very clear and yeah scares the crap out of me because i'm like oh my god it's over like where's the spider oh my god it's spider on me like where's the spider like no i i can't do that it's an indication that you should run either at night or in a gym okay so um if i go running in the morning then i don't have to run later on during the day yeah, but you're not running through spider webs. Yeah, but then it's over with. But anyways, moving right along. Next, uh, read a spooky story or watch a spooky movie. I'm going to read a spooky story all day, every day. So my imagination takes me so much further than a movie will any day. So like reading something like by Stephen King would cause me so much greater nightmares than watching the movie would. Really? Yeah, I have a ridiculously vivid night or imagination. And I'm going to blame it on the fact that my mother has always been super imaginative, 
So like reading a book and picturing it for me, because then that image is ingrained in my mind because I had to create it myself, and I'm gonna dream about it later. Mm, see, for me, I'd rather I'd rather read a scary book than watch a scary movie. Only because you can get down. I think that's why, like mentally, I can turn it down. Whereas if I'm watching the movie, the scariness factor or level is based on the director of the movie, True. not on my own imagination. You feel like you have more control when you're reading, whereas I feel like I'm subject to like whatever the fuck my imagination wants to do. And apparently, it runs wild. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. So thank you again so much for joining and listening and subscribing and sharing. And we really do appreciate everyone. Again, we're going to just touch base real quick for those for us listeners that haven't already um, submitted any of your like hometown traditional horror stories or whatever. We're still collecting those because that is an episode that is quickly approaching. Feel free to shoot us a text message, just uh, DM us, do whatever you need to do. We'll keep it completely anonymous, but we want to share these stories for the world because we know that there are people from all over the U.S. and perhaps Canada, I don't know, who are occasionally listening and have different regional stories to share. So um, don't forget about that. Like, listen, share, and tune in next week, guys. We appreciate it. Much love. Yep. Talk to you all soon.